Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Spark Podcast where I'm joined by Julie Drummond, dating specialist and matchmaker at Ignite Dating as we talk about the lies that we tell ourselves, those little things that stop us from finding success in our dating journey and more importantly how maybe working with somebody on the outside of that can help you find that long-term success. Hi Julie, it's great to see you today. Please can you introduce yourself and explain your role at Ignite Dating? My name's Julie Drummond. I'm a dating specialist and matchmaker at Ignite Dating. Um, I've been in the industry for many years and I'm very happy to be here. Now, having worked in the industry for such a long time, I imagine you will have seen so many different changes in the way people date. What are you noticing about the way people are dating at the moment? At the moment, people seem to be using the apps as their first point for dating. Um, Really, people should be using a much more considered and consistent way of dating. So they will jump on an app. They will then uh, talk to maybe five, six different people at the same time. Half those people will then probably ghost them. The other half, they will just fade into the background. Then people then get disheartened very quickly. Then they will jump off the apps. They will wait for a while. then they'll get back on the same apps and they will do the same thing over and over again. Unfortunately, this is then creating a a fear of rejection for people that they don't really need to be afraid of rejection because those people don't know them anyhow. Another uh, way people have changed in the dating world is the COVID situation. Now, many people are afraid of dating because of COVID. So they are opting for online dates or video dates it's time to move on from that. It's time to get out there and meet people face to face. Um, We don't need to be afraid of that. We all know what we're doing now and we know what is safe and what is not safe. So actually getting out there and meeting people face to face, be it for a coffee or for a walk, is a far better way of getting a feel for that person than sitting on a platform. Now, with your role, you meet a lot of people who talk to you about what they are looking for in a partner. How realistic are their expectations when it comes to looking for that person? Most of the time, that's fairly unrealistic. Um, There are certain things that people are hanging on to with a, a past partner or a past relationship. So one of the first things that people should really be thinking about when they're looking for a new partner is parking all of the things that they had before. I'm not saying don't think about having a very loving, kind, considerate partner. But what I am saying is don't focus on someone else. You know, be open to the type of person that you would like to meet. So a lot of people get hung up on on lots and lots of different things. But, but the reality is if you're looking for someone new, then you should be looking for you know, something different. So going into a new relationship, being as open to different types of people from different walks of life, different lifestyles, is probably better than actually uh, tying yourself down to one type of person. Fabulous. And just on that, when you meet people and they give you their criteria of what they are looking for, Are there set things that come up time and time again um, for different types of people that they're putting too much focus on the things that don't really matter? And what would those things be that you kind of see 
on a daily basis? With men, it's usually a body type or a body size. Um, looking for someone that is a size eight when you're in your 50s or your 60s is unrealistic. Um, also, age with men. Most men want to meet women that are younger, which to a degree is fine. A couple of years younger, that's fine. But when you're looking at 15, 20, and recently I've had quite a few people looking 30 years younger, that's totally unrealistic. Um, women that are in their 30s do not want to meet men in their 60s because they want to have children. So unless men want to have children or they want to meet someone that has a young family, that is a completely unrealistic goal. For women, we tend to look good, we look after ourselves, we're fit, we're active, and we get hung up on men's ages. Um, we tend to dye our hair, we have um, additional helps with fillers and, and Botox and just, just makeup. So therefore, we do tend to look good for our age. And then when we're looking at men of the same age and we see a bald head or a grey head, then we automatically think, oh gosh, no, 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 they're too old. But they're not. They're not too old at all. We are discounting men in our own age group when we should not be doing that. We should be embracing the men in our own age group because they are the men that are going to bring something to our relationship. So they understand all the same things, the same books, films, you know, plays, you know, um, things that have happened in the world as we've been growing up. So we have more points of reference you know, more things to talk about. So looking for a, a man that is 5, 10, 15 years younger for a female is completely unrealistic because, yes, they would love to date us. Of course they would. We look fantastic. But does that mean they want to go into a long-term relationship with us? Probably not. What do you find are the most unrealistic expectations that people have? By the time people come to us, they, te they tend to have overthought the whole situation. They've overthought the age, the height, the location, the job spec. You know, the, the, there are numerous, numerous different things that people would say is a criteria, which actually isn't. So, you know, one of the most difficult things that we deal with is height. A lot of women have an idea that they want to meet a man that is over six foot, for example. Um, they could be five foot tall, but they want to meet a man over six foot. It becomes an issue for them. The reality is a woman that's five foot probably doesn't actually know what six foot man looks like. You know, we can't judge that height. Um, the average height in the UK is five foot nine. Um, recently, I was talking to a, a lovely young woman that's joining us and uh, she'd from day one said, I want to meet someone that is six foot and over. I had a conversation with her at the weekend and she said to me, actually, I had someone show me what six foot looks like and I'm now happy to meet men five foot nine and above because when she went down to the height of five foot nine, she realised there wasn't that much of a difference and she was absolutely excluding so many great calibre men, really good quality men that were just under the six foot mark because she felt that six foot was the height for her. It's not. What do you find are the most unrealistic expectations that people have? By the time people come to us, they, te they tend to have overthought the whole situation. They've overthought the age, the height, the location, the job spec. You know, the, the, there are numerous, numerous different things that people 
would say is a criterion, which actually isn't. So, you know, one of the most difficult things that we deal with is height. A lot of women have an idea that they want to meet a man that is over six foot, for example. Um, they could be five foot tall, but they want to meet a man over six foot. It becomes an issue for them. The reality is a woman that's five foot probably doesn't actually know what six foot man looks like. You know, we can't judge that height. Um, the average height in the UK is five foot nine. Um, recently, I was talking to a, a lovely young woman that's joining us and uh, she'd from day one said, I want to meet someone that is six foot Nova. I had a conversation with her at the weekend and she said to me, actually, I had someone show me what six foot looks like and I'm now happy to meet men five foot nine and above because when she went down to the height of five foot nine, she realised there wasn't that much of a difference and she was absolutely excluding so many great calibre men, really good quality men that were just under the six foot mark because she felt that six foot was the height for her. It's not. Another problem that we have is people that have an idea in their head. It's almost like a dream. I'm not saying that, you know, having your ideal partner in your world is not dreamlike, but having a dream of what someone is going to be like versus the reality is not a good thing. So, you know, understanding yourself, understanding, you know, what you want, what you don't want, what you deserve, that's important. But then not putting a look to that, a height, an age, a financial bracket. It's more about the person, you know, people that are open to different people, people that understand that it's the person that's going to make them happy. People that, you know, focus on, you know, that person's core values, for example, they are going to have a much healthier and happier and longer relationship than someone that's that's just purely looking at someone's age, their financial bracket, whether or not they drive a Range Rover. Um, those things are not important when you're looking for a new partner. Now, taking all of that into account then, how does working with a matchmaker like yourself help people to manage those expectations? You know, working with a matchmaker is a very personal journey. So that's the beginning. It's being open and honest, understanding who people are, understanding what they want, understanding what drives people. You know, one of the things that I always tell people is think about your lifestyle. Your lifestyle is really important. You know, you won't you won't compromise on that. Think about your core values, your aspirations. Again, two very, very important things when looking for a new partner and planning for the future. Your matchmaker supports you completely throughout that journey. It is an emotive journey. When you're searching, it is an emotive search. When we're searching, it's an analytical search. We're looking for people that match your criteria. Working with a matchmaker brings you the support that you need for success in your journey. As one of my very first clients ever told me, why go to the Skoda garage if you're looking for a BMW? So putting yourself in the right environment is going to be really important for you finding the right partner. Your matchmaker is going to be the person that you talk to about every single match that's sent to you. She's going to understand what it is that you like, what it is that you don't like, therefore enabling better and more accurate matches in the future. What we're trying to do here is bring back the joy in dating. And many people have lost that joy through anxiety. So we are trying to make sure that your matchmaker uplifts you. 
She is supportive, she's honest, and she gives you the genuine matches. People that are live and current are genuinely looking to meet someone new. If you've been listening to what Julia said there and something resonated with you and you think that actually maybe you are guilty of telling those lies to yourself and focusing on the things that maybe don't matter as much as you initially thought. Maybe you're sat there thinking that working with a matchmaker might help you break those cycles and find that success long term, find those relationships that are different to what you've had before but in all the right ways. If that is you, then please do get in touch with us. You can find us online at www.ignitedating.co.uk or alternatively pick up the phone and give one of the team a call. Number is 033 366 0640.